We're good. What's up, man? How you doing? Hey, what up, big dog? What I'm up, chilling. Dog? <laughs> <laughs> um, so before we start, you know, go ahead and tell the people where to find you. Um, all right. Well, start off, y'all can find me. Well, for most part, most of my friends can find me at Gabe Four Underscore Three Three. That's like. Well, just like the fitness account, but I also have another one, but I don't think you guys would care about that one. <laughs> As uh, on Instagram? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, first off, how's training? Like, not even like training clients, but just like in the gym for yourself personally. Um, So, I'm not going to lie to you guys. This past week, the diet's been rough. You know, I <laughs> just had to go off whatever I could find there at the house because I didn't really, couldn't buy the stuff that I usually do. But this week, you know. Uh, you know, I went, re-upped on all my things. I finally bought another protein powder that's been lacking. Which one did you get? Uh, I got the Cocoa Pebbles one. Oh, really? Or Fruity Pebbles, Cocoa Pebbles. Wait, the Anabolic Pebbles one? Uh, what do you mean? Oh, never mind. That's the one I had, but... Well, it's just the Dimatized Cocoa Pebbles. Oh, okay. That shit's gas. <laughs> and, well, yeah, you know, body still beat up, but I feel great. I haven't seen a whole lot of results. You know, it's it's been crazy. Real crazy. So you were really big on completing one year of like consistent training, you know. Um, here comes year two. What, what what are your expectations for for year two? Do you have any goals? Or are you kind of just taking it day by day? Like, what's your philosophy um, going into year two? So for year one, you know, it was just like you know how just typically how everybody says it. Like I'm gonna start going to the gym every day, and you know so on and so forth to see where the fuck that takes me. And, you know, once that was completed, you know, accomplishing that little goal is what kept the whole year alive. And, you know, it was rough results. You know, I was not happy at all. Mm -hmm. And even when that one year hit, you know, that's when I started seeing, like, changes in my shoulders and, you know, stuff like that. Stuff that I really take pride on. But now that, because year two is coming in May 26th. Oh, okay. Yeah, so... You know, at this point of the of the process, it's going amazing. And honestly, what I'm trying to bring, you know, not trying to sound like I'm a bodybuilder and shit, but yeah, what I'm trying to bring is I'm trying to be as lean as I can. Not trying to get like down to abs or anything. Just trying to get a flat, stay at the flat stomach, maybe even leaner and just bring more mass on everything else. You know, get wide get more mass, more toned and just bring a whole complete different image than what I did on year one. Yeah. You know, I feel like when you get a couple years in, you really start to see the potential that you have in your body, you know, because you're going to understand what body parts develop before others. And then you can really build upon that. You know, like me personally, like my chest and back, like are really thick, you know, I don't really have a wide back. I don't have a super like Dorito. But I, my back is super, like, thick. Yeah. And uh, same thing with my chest. You know, I have a pretty good chest, but I don't have big shoulders. So, like, when you understand where you are um, genetically, like, I feel like that's a good place to be because you know what you can improve on. You know, like, I know my biggest downfall is probably my shoulders and calves. You know? And the sucky thing is, like, not only is, like, is that exactly what you have as your strong suits, but, like, a lot of it is genetic. You know? Like, I, I kind of got the, the shit end of the stick when it comes to that, but... At least I know where to, where to go from that. And I feel like I have made a lot of progress, at least in the shoulders. Yeah, but at the same time, you don't let that, you know, make you give up or anything. Because you have other goals in mind. You don't really 
focus on the little things like that, you have way bigger goals to accomplish, you know? No, yeah. But, you know, I think it is finding a healthy balance because it's very easy to get caught up in, like, oh, I'm benching this at 8 RPE and all the powerlifting trash, you know? But at the end of the day, you still wake up, you still look in the mirror, you know? Like, you gotta, you still want to be proud of what your body is, you know? Um, I've gotten really caught up in, like, losing weight. And I cared so much about the scale that I didn't, like, take into account what I will look like and what I felt like, you know? And, and I've had that happen on the other side of the spectrum where I was pushing crazy weight and I was, you know, super strong, but, you know, I was... 40% body fat, you know? So it's like, th- th- there is that healthy balance of finding these goals that you want to hit and then feeling good about yourself, you know? Because before it used to be, yeah, all about the numbers, right? Yeah. And then that that's what, that was a hard pill for me to swallow because, you know, within that one year, I was like, damn, you know, I want to be pushing crazy amount of weight. But yet again, you know, I've never been like the skinniest kid. Mm-hmm. So I've just used, like, whatever mass I had to my advantage. And, you know, being at, what, say, I was roughly 215. And, yeah, I was happy with the numbers I was pushing, but I wasn't seeing the other results I wanted. So then, you know, once I got that over that little hump where I was like, you know what? I don't care what I'm benching. I don't care what my squat is. I'm going to start focusing more on the small details and what's actually going to work for me. Yeah, you know, when I do train, I still... You know, because of sports and stuff, I still implement, like, the strength training. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it's it's gotten completely from the opposite of strength training. I lean more towards, like, the bodybuilding type and yeah. just aesthetic, but still, like, keeping it strong, you know? Yeah. And it's, you know, I feel like unless you know, you don't, you wouldn't know, like, how different they are, you know, when it comes to just the way you approach the bar the way you approach your conditioning, the way you wake up every day. Like, there's days where I wake up and I want to pump. And there's some days I wake up and I, like, I want to go for a two reps as heavy as possible. You yeah. know, like, it's completely different. And I think you're not going to know what you want until you get into the gym, until you figure it out yourself, you know? And it all depends how that day's going, you know? Say so you do want that two rep max or one rep max. And sometimes your body's just it's like, nah, not yeah. today. You just don't have it in you. So you just got to make do with what you got like you know growing up i think the guy who i looked up the most to was like arnold you know it wasn't until i was a lot older when i started to even know about like power lifters and strong men and stuff like if you would have asked me four or five years ago who the hell brian shaw was i wouldn't tell you you know because i didn't know you know but if you would have told me some pretty big bodybuilders i would have known you know but it's just the natural evolution of going to the gym. You you find different influences. You find different things that kind of help you get to your goals. You know, what, what vision you want. And then piggybacking on what you just said on influencing, you know, I'm not trying to sound like I'm, I've already made it because <laughs> it's barely going to be two years into what I'm doing. Yeah. But there's so much change that's happened mm-hmm. that, you know, it's, I just find it crazy when someone tells me, like, that they like to see what I do. And then I'm just like, well, what do you mean? Like, no, like, I I still have no understanding in that. Yes, I know what they're saying, but I still have the people that I look up to, you know? Yeah. There's people that are, like, a year older than me, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, for example, you know, we have Omar. <laughs> Omar is, that motherfucker's crazy. Yeah. But, you know, 
that's like a person that I'd say, you know, that really helped me a lot and still, you know, show support. And, you know, that's someone that I can say, like, I look up to. But then, you know, I know that, you know, how can I put it? I can't lean on his, like, work ethic because he has a good-ass work ethic. Mm -hmm. But, you know, at the same time, I know he can't do it for me. I have yeah. to be the one. You know, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, there's no, there's other influencers that I like. But, you know, the short gap, you know. Mm -hmm. And then coming from Gatson, too, is just trying to make it big. Yeah. Because you hardly ever hear that. I feel like um, I feel like everyone who grew up in a small town, you know, obviously we grew up in the most <laughs> southwest part of the country you could get, you know, um, the middle of nowhere, you know. Uh, I feel like everyone wants to get out and everyone wants to make it away from those those small towns. Um, but I feel like the thing that holds a lot of people back is the fact that they're not, first off, they're not told that they can get out. Um, but they're not really showed, you know? So, like, I was fortunate enough to, I don't want to say, like, travel. I mean, yeah, I've, I've traveled a little bit with my family and stuff, but, like, I can look back to something that really showed me, like, hey, I, you know, I can do some pretty great things is when I went to an Arizona State quarterback camp in, in seventh grade, you know? I'm an offensive lineman, you know? As an offensive lineman, I'll, I'll, all six years of football. But, you know, I, I showed up and, and I competed. And uh, I surprised myself because there was some times where there's one throw in particular where it was just a two-step drop, no hitch, and you just kind of floated over the top to the corner of the end zone into a net. And they had a, a guy over there trying to knock it down, you know, so you want to put arc on the ball and really rainbow it. And uh, I was the only person that hit, the, hit that pass the entire day, you know? And uh, it's little stuff like that where you compete in a different city against people who are in better positions than you, who have been raised and told that they are going to be this and not that they can you know right. and you compete against them and then you realize like hey i'm pretty talented too you know like i i can do some pretty great things too and i think it's unfortunate that a lot of people don't have that opportunity to put themselves in positions to compete against a higher level of competition and really realize how talented they are because the amount of talent that is in these small little towns that never gets out is unbelievable. You just never, you never believe it, you know? Yeah, and then, well, speaking of talent, you know, I'll see guys at the gym and, you know, I have uh, Angel, for example. I'll tell him, like, I've tried telling him before in the past, um, like, you have such good genetics, only mm -hmm. if you would take this a little bit more serious. Yeah. Like, you look amazing, yeah. you know? Just Point blank, amazing. And I've seen, you know, a lot of my friends. And, you know, at this point, who isn't into, like, gymming and stuff? Yeah. Who isn't into, you know, bettering themselves? Yeah. You know, just still in a pandemic, you know, it just, it was fucking hard, you know? And a lot of people really took that to heart and they want to make a change. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of people, but I mean, I've seen a lot and I've met... You know, some amazing people throughout, you know, just going to that same gym every day. Yeah. I've seen, met guys that have like 10 years on me, mm -hmm. people that are younger than me. And I just try to do my part and, you know, I'll stay humble. I'll, 
I'll try to hype them up, list them up whenever they can, whenever I can, not when they yeah. can. And it's crazy because you see people that just have great potential, mm-hmm. and you root for them, you know, on the low key. Yeah. And that's what I like to do a lot. And whenever I get the chance, I'll show them that I'm actually rooting for them. Yeah. And it's just there's so many people that have potential, and it's it's crazy because you can't do it for them, you know. Yeah, and and it is unfortunate when you don't see someone use all of it you know and and, you know you you can't tell someone how to live their life like you can't tell them you should go to the gym you should do this you know or you have to um but it is unfortunate you know you see some people and you just think like man i wish i wish i could do it for you you know like in the weirdest way like okay so like right there how you said i wish i could do it for you so the main reason why i chose like I guess you can say the career path that I want Yeah, is because I know on the whole like mental aspect and how hard it is mm-hmm. to even to even step foot in a gym, mm-hmm. you know, uh, tracking back on when we first did this podcast a year ago, you know, so much has gone by. Yeah. And the main reason why I chose to do this is because I want to help. And, you know, I study this. I go to school for this. I just want to implement what I know. And show them what I can do. Yeah. Um, for people who are iffy about going to the gym, um, you know, for whatever reason it could be, it could be insecurity, it could be fear of failure, it could be, you know, fear of a whole new experience. What What would you tell them? You know. I would tell them simply that, say, if it's fear of insecurity or just they're not in their comfort zone, I'd say, no, I promise them that once you start seeing those results and once you start putting the work, there's nothing but good things to come from it. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with just giving it a try. You can give try to everything else, but why can't you just give this a try? This is literally no bad things come from this. And the only bad things that come is the things you put in your mind. Yeah. But... I promise you there's nothing that can go wrong with choosing a healthy lifestyle in general, you know? Yeah. So going off of what you said, you know, you said the only bad that can come from this is what you put into your own mind. And uh, it's such an interesting dichotomy when, it, when, when, you, when you think about lifting and what it, what it does to you emotionally. Um, or maybe not lifting, but fitness as a whole. Like, it can give you the highest highs and genuinely the lowest lows, you know? Like... I've had times where I've been more excited and I've never been more proud of myself during a lift. And there's times where like I'm literally crying and because I'm so fucking frustrated about like my physique or my lifts or whatever it may be, you know? And and it's such a weird balance, you know? Like it's so easy to get caught up in seeing everyone else and looking at yourself and not knowing if you are like not understanding your extrinsic value you know i guess it's not really much of a question but it's more of like you are going to be insecure at the gym you know like you are going to have times where you are not happy with your physique it's gonna be times where you're really cocky you know like that's what i find the most interesting about the gym um and i think that's what being locked down really really taught me um you're gonna look 
you're going to learn a lot about yourself by being completely lost. Like, that's the only way you learn is by having to forget everything, you know? Right. Like, I had to completely forget my eating habits, my training habits, the way I talk to people, the way I just kind of walk through life. Um, and it was it was scary because I didn't know what I was doing. I just knew I was going in the right direction. And uh, that's how I found myself, you know? Like, I found myself through being lost. And I think that's what scares a lot of people because... It's a lot more than walking into the gym and lifting weights, you know? Oh, it's a whole lot more. It's it's the entire mental aspect that you're forced to look straight at that I think a lot of people are subconsciously scared of because they know that it's going to come. And then, well, you know how you said, um, damn, what did you just say? <laughs> well, damn, I forgot what you just said. Um, I do say a lot. Uh, well, I wanted to say something about, like, how how it is like finding yourself mm-hmm. how you just said well there's two people that have always kept it well three you of course uh-huh. you know always gym and stuff but you know there's you there's jesse and there's mm-hmm. aaron i've never yeah. been more proud than those two because they took a chance on me yeah you know they showed up every day they didn't have to they could have said you know like Forget it, Gabe. I don't want to do this. You know, I'm going to do my own thing. Mm-hmm. And to this day, you know, well, one of them's still in school, but, you know, hopefully we can run it back. But I've never been more proud of those two because, you know, showing up every day at the gym, going through all that and still going home and not seeing what they wanted right away, they didn't let up. Yeah. And slowly they found their confidence. They found what they liked, what they wanted. And they just kept going and going and going. Yeah. And, you know, especially Aaron. Uh, I had invited him one time. You know, just a quick story. I had invited him one time. He was iffy about it. I didn't think he was going to show up. It was just one of those friendly workouts. Yeah. And it turned into something much more greater than that. There'd yeah. be times where, you know, he'd take his pump cover off and I'd be proud of him, you know? Mm-hmm. And... There was this one time where we were working out. It was like around six. He took his pump cover off and I saw him. And I just thought like, holy shit. Yeah. Where the fuck did this motherfucker get all his... He made me feel insecure. Like, no lie. He made... I wanted to put my shirt back on (laughs) because I just... I couldn't believe it. It's not that I was hating on him. I was just so fucking proud of him. Yeah. And it's crazy because... Aside from that, whenever I'd run into people, they'd be like, hey, like, I'm, I'm seeing Aaron, I'm seeing this. Mm-hmm. And to me, that made me happy because it showed me that I was doing my job right. I was, you know, making his life better. And he was enjoying the results he was seeing. Yeah. And all I can say is I'm, I'm fucking proud of him. And, you know, the, the big thing you said is that, you know, they put their trust in you. And that's, I, I feel like, you're making yourself so vulnerable to to your trainer. You know, like you're putting your health, uh, not only physically but mentally, in the hands of someone else. You know, to a certain extent, they, they can't force you to do the weight, yeah. but th- they'll be the ones to guide you and to get you into the door. And I feel like a lot of trainers that I've talked to, they, they unfortunately don't necessarily see it that way. You know, I think for them, it's, you know, they've always just been good at it. They've always been like, you know, genetically blessed. And then they kind of take for granted what, the, the implications and the connotations that their job entails, you know? 
And, uh, you know, one thing I do have to give you credit for is that you, you never forgot that. You know what? I know you, you still are early in your training. And I feel like some people get a little bit better as time goes on. But that was like the basic building block of you becoming a trainer. You, you did it for all the right reasons. You know, like, obviously, you know, you need to pay the bills. You need to put food on the table. But you did it for the right reason. You know, you want to help people. You know people. You, you were the person who needed the help. Still you know? am, you know. Yeah, and and if you can help someone along the way, then you should, you know. And and there's so much bullshit out there, like online. There's there's just so much bullshit. So to hear the truth from someone who's actually going to school for it, the person who not only has read the books on it, but has the practical uh, experience, because you you can't you can't fake the hours in the gym, you know. Like you're gonna learn so many things about yourself physically and what works for you. And, you know, different things along the way from being in the gym, you know? Like, no lifting book ever said, or no physiologic uh, book, like, ever said to put a 2.5 cookie under your bar when you're loading more plates, you know? <laughs> like, that's just something you learn along the way that, that you kind of you kind of adopt, you know? And you remember when I said that between year one and then to this point, so much has gone by? Yeah. So... You know, not only was there Jesse, not only was there Aaron, but, you know, a year ago, I had no clients. Yeah. It was just a thought. I was barely getting started. I wasn't even certified yet. Yeah. Come January, I get that done. It was out of the blue that I decided to get it. And, you know, four or five clients later, I feel so comfortable at the point that I'm at. And... Yeah. You know, I got to say that I feel proud of myself because this is literally what I want to do. Yeah. And yeah, you know, four or five clients later, I only want to make that number grow even more, you know? Yeah. And if I get to, I want to help anybody that comes like across my path, mm -hmm. even if it's just lending a hand or, you know, just running into them. And like, I'm telling you, I met so many people, so many friendships have been made. I've gotten the chance to help people. Yeah. And that just makes me happy. Genuinely, it really makes me happy. Seeing someone find happiness off of this, it's fucking badass to see, you know? Yeah. Because why do I only get to enjoy it? Why can't they enjoy it too? Yeah. And that's why I come in and I want to help them. Yeah. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's just fucking hard work. Because it is intimidating, you know? Like, I see why people are so scared to walk into the gym. Um, and, you know, I know a lot of people, they think, like, I'm scared. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm scared to go in, and, I, you know, I just don't know good. You know? Like, the only way you're going to grow physically and emotionally is by being uncomfortable, you know? Your muscles are literally only going to get bigger by tearing. You only tear it by intensity. You only tear it by being uncomfortable. A pump doesn't feel good. It hurts, you know? Like, yeah. But but that right there shows that there's growth. You know, there's people who are like, I, I know I'm not comfortable going to the gym because I know I don't feel like I'm physically adequate. Um, that's what it's for. Like, you should feel uncomfortable. That's how you know you're, you're moving in the right direction, you know? Um... I think when it comes to lifting is I, I think I think you have to be patient because oh, I got no patience <laughs> like 
it's easy to it's easy to climb a hill when you can see the the, the top of it you know it's kind of when there's a bunch of fucking clouds in the way where you know you're like man how much longer do i got to go but when it comes to like fitness there is no top of the hill that is the one thing that really surprised me is like there's no retirement you know mm. you're not going to work your ass off for however long you feel like you should and then you're not entitled to time to relax you're not entitled to a vacation you're not entitled to a retirement there is no end you know and once you kind of adopt that and kind of make that part of your training it's it really changes the way you approach the gym it just becomes a part of your routine you know yeah like you know i've had some pretty big highs when it comes to lifting you know i've accomplished something like at least for me you know like and i think that's that's a big stipulation too is like they're huge accomplishments for myself and you know that's all it has to be but um but it could only get better yeah that's that's honestly that's one reason why i'm i'm going every day and just keeping count of like the days i go the months i go and the years i go you know yeah because if i did this just imagine how much better it can get yeah and that shit just gets you hyped you know Mm -hmm. just like fuck yeah you know like let's keep going yeah and it does get easier when you get a routine you know like once you once you know like okay i'm gonna go at the gym at this time um i'm gonna eat at this time like i know i i know my meals you know it, it is a lot easier which is actually kind of a perfect segue uh a big question that i get is how do i balance work school and, and the gym and uh I don't know the way the way I kind of see it is like those are probably the three most important things in life, especially for people our age, you know. Um, and it is a hard thing to balance because the gym is so mentally ta- taxing and it is so physically taxing, obviously. And then work and then you know, school—it's just so much. Um, hey, I, real, real quick, if you gym like early as fuck in the AM, I just gotta say my respects to y'all because. <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah, it's hard. Nah, that shit is not for me. <laughs> and, and, and that's kind of, you know, perfect. Like, you have to know yourself, you know? You have to try it out. If you think, like, I don't have time for the gym, find time, you know? Like, you have to get the practical experience. When they go in the evening, think, okay, this is a little bit doable. I'm tired, but maybe if I have a workaround while at school and I eat a little bit more... I pack a little bit more uh, at work. Um, I'll be able to make this manageable. Maybe you go in the morning and you think, yeah, like you, this I just can't do it. You know, I can't go in the morning. Uh, maybe some people think like, well, the morning is the only time I can go and it feels good, you know? Should respect to them because... Yeah. I mean, it's not that I can't do mornings. I just choose not to. I like yeah. to end my day with the gym. Yeah. But fuck, bro. Like me, like I, I like to train pretty early. You know, like there, there was that like year during, you know, COVID where I would train at like six in the morning, you know, um, just because, you know, I had to like that. That's the only way my schedule was going to work out. And uh, I mean, the only reason I found that that worked is because I just did it. You know, like there is no right time to figure out your schedule. There is no right time to know how you're going to feel after you do something practically. Like, you just seriously have to do it, you know? And it sounds so cheesy. Like, you just got to get into the gym, bro. You got to make it work. But it's true. You know, like, you need to be able to get that practical experience in. Find what works for you yourself. 
and kind of work around that, you know? Because we're all different. Like, that's the big thing, too, you know? Like, yeah. And that's why I like your, the why you're so... Um, like, you, there's, like, you train everyone differently, you know? Like, yes, there are some basic rules, you know? Mm-hmm. You need to eat, you need to sleep, you need to train, you need to supplement, you know? You need to do these things. But everyone is just a little bit different in the way they train, you know? Everyone's better at different things, you know? Yeah. Like... It's just the way it is. And that's why I'm always open to learn from anybody else, you know? Mm-hmm. And what I don't get is why people get take that so offensive or get mad. Yeah. Like, for me, say someone that I don't know approaches me and say, like, hey, like, did you know you could do this? And I'm just be like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. I did not think of that. Yeah. Thank you. And, you know, just try it. There's no reason to get mad, you know? Yeah, that that is always really weird because, you know, I've had times where I've told someone, like, hey, man, maybe you should try this out. Like, the one thing I see the most is people moving their feet on bench. And you lose all your stability and power, you know, when, yeah. when your feet are getting picked up and moved around when you're benching. So I guess there's, like, this one time in particular where I kind of told this guy, like, hey, man, uh, you know, you lose a lot of your stability and you know, all your power comes from the ground when you're benching. Um, it'd probably be a better idea to try to keep your feet planted. And he's like, yeah, I know. And it's kind of just like, okay, well, you know, he's, he has his right to, to not want to take my advice. But, you know, I just feel like when you have an open mind and you're willing to learn from anybody, um, there's so much potential out there that you're not going to take in. You know, there's so much knowledge that you are purposely ignoring, you know. And, I, yeah, it's always been interesting to me. I, I can never really understand that. Like, there's always someone smarter, you know? There, there's, oh, for sure. Yeah. There, there's always someone who knows something that you don't. You can learn something from every single person at the gym. And if you are open-minded enough to culminate things from every single person, um, you're going to be a better person because of it, you know? You're, you're going to be more open-minded, not only when it comes to the ph- philosophical way of training, but just as a person, you know? Right. You know, speaking of, like, just being a person um i feel like you know I, I, it's pretty safe to say that we're we're fairly advanced in advanced in the gym and uh you know like you you have a pretty great physique and you know i i'd like to say I, I pull some pretty good numbers um sometimes it kind of feels like people will treat you as more of a spectacle and more of a I don't want to say object, but more of something on a different realm than them, you know? Like, you kind of feel like, I can never lift that much or look this way. So I'm going to distance myself emotionally oh, okay. from, from, from okay. what... Like him or her, yeah. you know? Yeah, like, you know, it's kind of like, um, you know, there's times where I'll be, I'll be lifting whatever it may be. And then, you know, you get the joke where it's like, oh, that's my warm up, you know? And it's like, oh, you know, like, they're kind of just busting your balls, like, even though, like, they, they can't lift that, but they're like, ah, you know, I can lift that easy with one hand. And, uh, you know, it gets pretty pretty annoying after the 16th time, you know? Like, <laughs> y- you got to remember, like, it doesn't matter if you're, you're 2% body fat or 3% body fat, absolutely 260 pounds of muscle, like, still, you're still a fucking person, you know? Right. Like, you can't make that someone. You know, like, people are a lot more than what they produce at the gym, you know? And uh, there's, like, that fine line, you know, because there's times where, like, I'll have, um, 
I'll have like a really good pool or whatever it may be, and I just get a lot of stares, and you know, like kind of a lot. You get that feeling. You're like, fuck. I feel like such a douche. You know. Yeah. Like you did it. Yeah, but some people are just like, what the fuck, you know? Yeah, like. Like, why did he have to just have to do that? My biggest. And in, in your case, my bad. But in your case, you're like, I have to pull this because it's. This is what I do. Part of today's workout. Yeah. But, in other words, people will look at you and just be like, "Oh, look at this fucking dick." Yeah, like I think the example I can think of the most is I pulled a 495 by two, and uh, you know I just I got a lot of a lot of looks, and there were some older people at the gym. That's when I was still going to my older gym. Um, you know, it's kind of gave me dirty looks. And, you know, everyone was kind of watching, and I was just trying to lift, and everyone was, you know, like, all eyes on me, and, I, you know, it's weird, you know? And, you know, you feel more like a spectacle than a person, you know? Like, people look at you a little bit differently, you know? They look at you as someone lifting a fuck ton of weight as opposed to a person trying to better themselves, you know? And I, I, I think that could, I think you should just be conscientious when it comes to that, you know, like, these pro bodybuilders are people, you know? Right. These strong men are, they're people. Like, even if they're super famous, they're people. They're still people, you know? Even if they still have this crazy amount of weight, like, don't treat them like a bodybuilder or a strong man or someone who can curl your max deadlift, you know? They're still people, you know? I guess that's something that's just kind of been bugging me a little bit lately and, and moving to my new gym where it's a little more acclimated to my crowd of people. It, it really kind of showed me how big that was, you know, in, in my life before where, you know, people treat you differently because of, you know, the way you, you pull, you know. Right. Um, same thing on the other side of the spectrum. You know, if someone's very new to the gym and they're 110 pounds soaking wet, um, some really buff people might treat them differently because they're maybe not as physically adequate as they think most people should be. And, you know, that's another side of the gym that could t- be toxic, you know? They just try to stay away from that. I mean, you can't, I can't blame them because, yeah, there's people at my gym that, you know, they're just fucking crazy. They <laughs> yeah. look, I mean, they look good. Yeah. But, well, I guess you can say, like, I'll put it this way. So, say I'll see them, but I can understand how someone that's barely starting off would not want to be there around that time. Yeah. And in such a clustered place. Yeah. And, you know, it's just overwhelming. But you never know until you really get to know the person. Or even if you do get to know the person. Like, for example, there's this one, there's this one guy. He, he looks competition ready. Just He's unbelievable. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I got to say. Yeah. And, you know, I went up to him and I was like, and I asked him, like, hey, like, by any chance, are you a bodybuilder? And he's like, no, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a history teacher. And I was like, hold on, what? I just so happen to be 225 body fat. <laughs> yeah, I've been training for seven years. And I quote, that's, that's what yeah. he said. Yeah. And I kid you not, this guy has such a, you know, intimidating face and he's big as fuck. So. Yeah fuck am I gonna tell him and I go up to him he's like doing triceps or some shit yeah and I go up to him and ask him like hey like you know by any chance are you a bodybuilder like cause you look competition ready you know gotta yeah. give the man his credit yeah and he's like no um 
I just been training seven years. You know, I take myself really serious. And you could tell he's below either 10 yeah. body fat, you know? Great abs, vascularity, you know? Like, Why am I to see his abs? But. Or you just assume, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's just some people. <laughs> but like, yeah, he's what's it called? Ripped. Yeah, I, I asked. I told him, like, you look competition ready. Like, that's how good he looked, you know? Yeah. And he's like, nah, man. Like, I'm just... I gym here, close by my house. I'm yeah. a, I'm a, he's a history teacher at Canotillo. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he's this bald guy. He looks mean <laughs> as fuck, big as fuck. And I'm yeah. just like, you know, like I'm gonna go up to this guy and see what's up. Yeah. And I complimented him, and it turns out this big motherfucker was feeling small that day. And I was like, yeah, someone that big, yeah, someone that looks that good mm-hmm. can still feel that. Yeah. And after training for seven years. You know, you still get that feeling. Mm-hmm. And that's what opened my eyes because I was like, ain't no, this motherfucker's lying. Like, ain't no way. Yeah. And that's what opened my eyes. And he proceeded to say, he's like, like, thanks, man. Like, I really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. You know, I was feeling small today. And then there's my ass over here that I was actually feeling small compared to him. Yeah. And, you know, he went to his locker room. He came back and he gifted me a shaker cup with proteins and pre-workouts uh-huh and that only shows like you never know, you know? yeah yeah no it's, it's it's crazy like you you can be in the gym you can be working around someone for months never talk to them and uh you know you look at them as like oh that really strong guy well hey the really strong guy you know his name's gabe or whatever you know his name is this or his name's that like this guy's name was sam he's sam you know like <laughs> Sounds big as fuck. Like, yeah, he's not. A, yes, he is a crazy bodybuilder, but he's you know, no, he's, he's not he's a also, bodybuilder. That's like, a thing. But like, he looks like one. He looks terrific. You know, he, he's huge. He's just he awesome, looks but. as if he'd at least be in. I don't know which competition. Yeah, not the big ones, but yeah, like a local he'd take first place in. I don't know which competitions. That yeah. motherfucker looked good. Yeah, but like it is just a just a guy. You know, like, at the end of the day, like, it's just... You know, guy. he went to the gym that day. He felt small. Yeah. He was still putting in his work. And, you know, me just wondering who he was, what he does. Mm-hmm. Asking for tips as well. Yeah. Went up to him. You know, made the guy's day, you know? He's yeah. big as fuck. Yeah, you, you never know. You know, like, you just... You got to treat more, people more than than what they are externally, you know? Like, you got to be able to be... You know, imagine put yourself in your shoes. You know, I think that's a big thing. Like we kind of, especially with like professional athletes. You know, like we just look at them at this like as a different realm of person. It's right. easy to forget. Like there's people. You know, like we're just we're we're all here to better ourselves. At the end of the day, if you're at the gym, it's for one reason, and it's to better yourself. Like we're all working towards a collective. You know, and we all have different ways of doing that. You know, it's just, it's, 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 again, it's interesting. You know, we're all there for different reasons. We're all there for different purposes, but there is a bottom line and that is self-improvement. You know, if that comes in CrossFit or powerlifting, bodybuilding, CrossFit, whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> some, some, some shit kind of sucks, but nah, you know. I, I try not to talk shit about it. Fuck CrossFit. <laughs> nah, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. That shit's hard. Have you ever done a CrossFit workout? Fuck no. Yeah, me neither. But I, mean, I see that shit on YouTube. That shit's hard. That shit. If you do CrossFit, I talk a little bit of shit, but you know, props to you. Yeah. Nah, I'm yeah. just playing. 
I'm big still old props. Human, like, it's okay to bust some balls sometimes, you know, talk a little bit of shit, but like Honestly, if you if you do CrossFit, you'd probably bitch me because I I don't do any of that shit. You're way leaner than me, the chances are. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's yeah, the the gym the gym it's 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 interesting. Um you know when we talk about like the summit of of lifting for a lot of people especially in your realm it's um it's bodybuilding you know and it's like the olympia it's the arnold classic and uh do, do you think that bodybuilding at that level is inherently like a dangerous sport you know just because of all the things that people you know take like oh it, it's yeah. like steroids are a big part of the gym you know performance enhancing drugs are a big part of the gym you know and it's not everybody like you know but it especially to that level i do think it is i mean i I say if you really dedicate your life to get to that point and you truly believe in yourself to win then you know at that point it doesn't seem like a bad thing you kind of have to you know know, take the fucking next step you know if if you're if you want to win the olympia like you have to um what would you say to someone who's kind of in our position where we've been lifting for a while and, you know, the gains slow down a little bit? You know, when we first started lifting the first year or two, like touching the weight, it was a little bit easier to put on some size, a little bit easier to put on uh, some, some weight onto the bar. Um, gains and weight slows down. What would you say to someone who is still really young, you know, in, in our position? Uh, for reference, I'm 19, you're, you're 20. Uh, yeah, who who thinks about taking uh, PEDs? Honestly, I'd say it's cool to joke about it. You can make yeah. as many jokes as you want, but don't do it. Just don't yeah. fucking do it. Like, Just... don't be a bitch about it. Don't take the bitch way, bro. Like, yeah, I'm trying to keep it like as respectful as I can. Just don't be a bitch. Yeah, put in the fucking work. Just. Keep your head down and keep going, you know? Like, there's... If you truly feel like if you have to turn into that or turn to that, you know, who am I to fucking stop you? Yeah. By all means, go for it and let's see how that works out in the long run. Yeah. But if I were to say anything about it is, yeah, you know, we joke around about it. They, uh, They have it there at stores and shit, but... Yeah. And, like, I get it. I get it. Like, I get when you see these people who literally do super physiological things and look super physiological at the gym. And, you know, you could see them fuck around a little bit. And you're there hyper-focused working your ass off. And you're not making nearly as many gains as them. I get it. I get the the pull to it, you know, where it's like, man, if I, if I just did whatever if i just injected this or took this like just if the 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 heights it could possibly take me yeah but what fucking pleasure do you get out of that you know you cheated you know yeah and you know they still are pretty strict on the diet you know they still are putting in the work um i think if you're just like competing you're not even competing if, if, if you're just doing it just to do it and look better every day then that is one thing um I think if you're taking PEDs in a in a tested competition, you know that's that's just that's where I have a really really big problem. You know, you know I think everyone's open to they they should be given the right to take that. You know, like 
that's their choice, you know? I just think if you do, understand what it's going to do to your body, you know? Like, I, not only does taking these endogenous hormones mess with, with you and, and, and the way your body works, but let's say you do get to 300 pounds and you're absolutely buff. Like, you're huge, you know? You, you're benching the moon and you're squatting the sun, you know? Like, you're just crazy strong. And you get, yeah, say you get 300 pounds, you know? You're not, the body's not made to go to 300 pounds. Like, you're literally at a super physiological level. Like, that's not good for your heart, you know? Like, even just being that big. Let's not even talk about all the compounds that are in your body. Um, let's not talk about what it's done to you already, but just where you are physically, your body is not made to be that big, you know? And that's why you see a lot of, you know, older bodybuilders who used to be great. That's why they're so kind of decrepit now or decrepit now and they're kind of so fragile because they were so big for so long. Their heart had to work so hard for so long that, you know, they can't really do that anymore, you know? And um, the way you see it is like people say, like, oh, I'm natty right now, but, I'm, you know, I'm not natty in two months, you know, when I get back on the cycle. <laughs> and it's like, I, I think once you, you take an endogenous hormone, your indigenous hormones are never going to be the same. Just flat out. Like there is going to be a hormone imbalance and the only way it can be regulated is by taking more yeah. indigenous or endogenous hormones. Um, <clears throat> it's, it's not good for you, you know? Like, I get it. I get it. I get wanting to be strong. I get wanting to be lean. I get wanting to do all these things, but the side effects in my mind are just not worth it, you know? It's a crucial topic because who doesn't want fucking games, you know? Yeah. And, you know, we're seeing people like John Meadows pass away, you know? We're, we're seeing all these people that we we look up to and... and, and... I'm not going to cap. I steal a lot of shit of John Meadows. Yeah, a lot of like, shit that I do in my trainings, I get it off of him. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's hard. And it's hard to root for bodybuilders because you know there's not that much time that they have, you know? Like... It, it's hard to see like Ronnie, Ronnie Coleman oh, in, in the wheelchair after all the surgeries and it's just it's hard you know these are your heroes you know um nah bro Larry's just built different <laughs> Larry's a dog <laughs> <laughs> that dude is he has to be probably pound for pound one of the strongest guys in the world he's so crazy like it's but yet again he made that video where he admitted yeah I, he took stuff you know and yeah, he told a story about it because he had a rough childhood yeah. and, you know, the person who introduced him to it wasn't that good of an influence, mm -hmm. but shit. Like, I get it. I know? don't care. I like seeing his shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, we're all, we're all coming from a different cloud. We all have different reasons why we're at the gym, you know, um, besides just self-improvement. Um, I just, I, I think for, for younger people, I know a lot of people who are really young. They're, they're in high school. You know, they're younger than me. And they're like, oh, yeah, I'm on this, I'm on that. And it's kind of just like, why? You're so young. You haven't even, you've been training for two years. Muscles haven't even matured yet. Exactly. Like, th th there's some people who um, I'm obviously not going to say, but they're, you know, they're a group of friends. They were, they were at my, my older gym. And, uh, you know, juniors in high school, training for about two years. They trained once they got in, a little bit more into high school. Um, and, you know, they're all taking SARMs and, you know, like they, they haven't been training long and they already want to do stuff like that, you know. And uh, 
if you're going to be doing that, that's your choice. But when you just don't know what you're taking, you know, like you, there's no one to help you regulate it. You're not getting your blood work done, you know, like that's the, the, the most dangerous way you could ever take uh, the, one of the most dangerous things you could take, you know, like you, you're changing your body in the worst way possible, you know. I remember, um, I think it was like about a month ago or so. I went to Supplement Express. I bought a, I bought my pre. Yeah. No, actually, I was a, it was a pickup order. Uh. And, well, you know, the guy, he was doing his job, you know. He was trying mm-hmm. to make sales. And on the back of him, you know how they have the, the yeah, signs. The signs, right there. Yeah, and know? he tells me, he's like, hey, man, uh, I've been getting a lot of questions, just in case you're interested. Um, Our SARMs are, you know, buy one, get one off. Yeah. And I was just looking at him. Is, is he fucking, he's, he's fucking around, right? <laughs> and he continues to tell me, he's like, yeah, you know, um, I, I don't know if it was that day or the next day. He's like, yeah, we have them half off. And, you know, we've just been getting a lot of questions. And I straight up told him, like, nah, man, like, I don't do that. And he's like, nah, yeah, like, I wouldn't really recommend it because I didn't like my first cycle. And I look at him, like, what? Yeah. The fuck? what? <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it, it's everywhere. You know, like, the older I got, the more I realized, like, Dude, this shit is everywhere. Everyone is on it. You know, like, not everyone, obviously, but, like, yeah. <laughs> You'd be surprised how many people yeah. are on it, you know? Um, it's 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 really it's, it's really crazy. And for those of you that, that don't know, uh, SARMs are meant for animals. They're, they're veterinarian uh, medicine. So, you know, that's just a little something about what you're putting into your body, you know? Do it. No, I'm just playing. Don't, do do yeah. don't do it. Uh, it's yeah man it's 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 crazy but it is a part of the sport you know and it is taboo to talk about and I do think it is getting a little bit more socially acceptable to talk about it which I am all for because it is a part of the sport you know it's it's just as much of part of the sport as head trauma is to the NFL and to the MMA you know like it's just part of it you know there is no getting around it like we are seeing the. And it's rise. only going to get stronger. It's never going to leave. Yeah, but one thing is, we are seeing the rise of smaller weight divisions when it comes to bodybuilding. You know, like right. the open class is no longer the the big class that everyone pays attention to as much. Honestly, if you were to ask a random guy at the gym what his favorite um, division is in bodybuilding, he'll probably say uh, classic. You know, like it's more. It's more like people more want to go for the smaller physique, the more classic physique where you don't have to take sebum, bro. Yeah, sebum, like, sebum, like oh. Brion, all these people. These are the physiques that people want. These are nah. Sebum wants my physique. Yeah, sebum wants to look like me. <laughs> um, and I think that is a good thing because you know I think there then is he a wants lot. It? Huh? Then he wants my physique. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Well, I mean, what else would he want? That's true. You know. That's true. He's lost the last three Olympias. <laughs> to me. <laughs> to me. Um, you know, we, we are seeing more transparency when it comes to uh, performance-enhancing drugs. And uh, not only taking them, but what they are and what they, what they can do to you. So we are seeing people not want to take as much um, and kind of have more of that classic look. But, and at the same time, I mean, if you do choose a whole, like, 
weightlifting lifestyle, it all means something different to a different person. You know, like for you, you want to be a powerlifter. And like, for example, I'm pretty sure like lifting and staying natural and just getting your strength off of doing things right, yeah. you know, means the world, right? It, it definitely is something people And for me, on you know, I don't really like to do the whole powerlifting aspect, but I guess I could do like more aesthetics. Yeah. I want to do it the right way because if I've gotten to this point without, you know, mm-hmm. having to lean on any of that, I'd rather just not, you know? And yeah. I don't want to cheat myself, you know, cheating so early into this mm-hmm. when I know that I I know I put in, you know, my my days in work. Yeah. And I just want to do it right for as long as I can. Yeah. But like, also for someone else, you know, it could mean more to them than what it does to both of us. Yeah. And they'll be like, you know what? I want this shit so fucking bad. I'm going to take this. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it can be just as hardworking, but... yeah. You know, they're on the shit. I think for a lot of people, um, it, it's it's like an insecurity thing, you know? And this is not everyone, obviously, but there are some people who maybe don't feel... They, they feel a little bit smaller. Um, not only physically, but, but emotionally. And they want to just get as big as possible. Like, that's kind of what um, Larry Wheels did, you know? Um, Joe Aesthetics, the same thing, you know? He, he felt smaller than everyone and then you know he decided to to start taking peds and you know people like ray lewis like he couldn't defend his mom from his stepdad so he started working out you know like that there are good reasons i don't want to say good reasons take it there are valid emotional reasons why you would want to take that next step but i just think that there should be a transparency and i think that there should be more common knowledge around it because i feel like the more educated people are when it comes to uh, these taboo things like performance-enhancing drugs, which are a huge part of the world that we live in, the more, I don't want to say safer it's going to be, I mean, it will become safer because people are going to be getting their blood regulated. They are going to be taking their hormones to regulate or, you know, get a more leveled level of, of hormones. But um, I, I, I think the more information there is out there and the more conversations we have about it the safer the better everything is going to be you know because maybe now let's say you you do take testosterone as as a kid you know before you're developed your prefrontal cortex isn't developed till you're 25 you should probably not even think about (laughs) changing your physiological self until you're already there but i digress um you know, if you do take it and you don't tell anybody and you don't take anything to come off and the only advice you're getting uh, about getting your body back to natural when it comes to PEDs is some fucking dude at the gym, in the gym locker room. <laughs> like, you're going to mess yourself up, man. Like, you already messed yourself up to a certain extent taking it, but it's just gonna, it can, it can perpetuate so quickly when you don't regulate it you know if you take it too long if you take too much if you you take it cold turkey and then you you, you can't regulate yourself like the more open we are to talking about it the safer people are going to be who not only have taken it in the past but people who are 
thinking about taking it, the more they know about it, I'm pretty sure a lot of people are going to try to stay clear of it, you know? Hmm. It's, it is a part of the sport, you know? It, it's, it sucks, you know? You kind of <laughs> wish that your, your, your heroes didn't, but it, it is part of the sport, you know? Well, man, with that being said, is there uh, anything you want to you wanna say before you take off? Mm. Oh, yeah. I just want to say, you know, there's a lot of people that I want to, like, give shout-outs, only give a few, but I just want to say that for those that, like, do support the boy, you know, I just want to say that it means the world, and I love y'all. Oh, let me do this. Okay, well, appreciate it. Appreciate you for coming out, man. Take care. Sir. Sure.